Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Do you find yourself standing in the supermarket grabbing random bars of chocolate or extra toilet roll to make sure you can use your money off voucher? Well, a new study that's come out this week has found that customers are spending nine euro more than they need to just to get to that money off voucher. With the cost of living increasing and everyone feeling the pinch, we're joined by our favourite money-saving expert, Mrs. Money Saver herself, it's Kel Gallivan. Hi, Kel. Hi, guys. It's great to be back. And great to have you back. Thanks very much. Yeah, what about this research that came out that said that although, obviously, the money-saving vouchers seem like they're literally doing what they're supposed to do, which is save you money, that maybe trying to reach for the value that allows you to justifiably use the voucher is actually costing you money in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a really interesting one. And I was actually delighted to see this survey because I remember back when I was doing the no spend year and that was the year where like, I, we cut our, our food budget in half. Mm. And I remember during that year, any time I was tempted or tried to reach, you know, spend that extra six or seven euro to get to the voucher, there were the weeks that I ended up going above my budget. And the weeks where I just ignored the coupons and stuff, they were the times I was actually able to stay within it. So it's actually nice to see the research coming through. And it can be so tempting, though, because when you're in a store and you have your, you know, reach 40 euro, but you know you only have to spend 30 euro on stuff. And we're built in to look for value or you know, get the deal or get the discount. But quite often now, and here's the proof that it turns out we're actually spending more. So it's a bit of a false economy, which is disappointing at the same time because the we're all trying to get better with money, but then you see this and you kind of go, oh, maybe yeah. it's a bit of red herring. Well, I suppose some of the supermarkets, we should say, like, you know, not everyone operates this way. And, and like, uh, you know, if, if you go to somewhere that does have the voucher scheme and you do routinely, like what I do with six people, go over the voucher limit and you can use them, it's obviously great. But some supermarkets just go, we don't do <coughs> vouchers or loyalty schemes, we just do... The, as as good a price as we can do or whatever. So there, you can shop around and kind of choose the style of supermarket you want as well. Oh, absolutely. And everybody's going to be different, right? And there's no one size fits all. Like, so, for example, somebody, if you have the time to go into the store and do your shopping, like bring your list with you and stick to the list and, you know, avoid the center aisles and things like that. But then there are other people and maybe they're commuting or they're very young kids or they, they just don't have the time to maybe go to two supermarkets. Mm. For those people, they might actually save more money by doing their shopping online when they ha- they're not hungry, they have the headspace, they have their list, and they're able to stick to the list because it's in the quiet and peace of their own home and they're not tempted by the two-for-ones <laughs> and three-for-ones and the extra this, that, and the other that's going in. Okay, well, let, actually, let's, let's stop you there because only because I think what you're doing is you're actually giving us loads of great tips, but you're doing it very quickly. I think people will be like, hang on a second, let me, let me rewind there for a sec, Kel. So let's start at the very basics. So what are the best ways, with the cost of living rising like it is and with the prices that I mean, I, mean, I was in a shop the other day and usually I'd be looking out for like the either the 10-pack of ham or the two five-pack of ham wrapped in the bit of cardboard that says, you know, two for the price of. And I couldn't find one. I could only find a five-pack. And the five-pack was €2.40. And I was like, oh, my God, ham has now suffered the kind of price increases that we're seeing all around the place. So uh, so what are the best ways to save money in, in the face of everything that we're looking at at the moment? Yeah, that's a really good one. And yes, like with ham... The, the sliced ham is getting really expensive. So if it's possible, I'd say get just a, a ham you can boil at home. Because mm. it actually doesn't take long. And it's a small piece of ham you can boil at home and you can slice the slices as, as nice as you want. And it's it's usually kind of, it's, it doesn't have the same level of preservatives and things in it as well. So if you want to kind of err on the healthier side, 
you can boil a small little ham like that's you know half a kilo or something and that yeah. that will do nicely and if if you do want to go down the spiced route for example definitely look at your price per kg price per kg right okay yes Yes, because sometimes, and this is for the kind of the savvier shoppers, you can start looking around at even the bigger packs. You might not get the savings that you think you're getting by buying the bumper pack or the family pack. So it's worth looking at the price per kg because sometimes, not always, sometimes the, the five slice pack is just as good value mm. as a bigger pack. And the, a big thing when it comes to your food shop is food waste. So if you end up buying a big pack thinking it's better value and you end up throwing some of that out, well, that's a total waste of, of your hard-earned money. You're absolutely right. Although I just think back, to, I think to my family and like there are four <laughs> kids, myself and my like, I don't think we've put anything in the bin in about a year. Their children are just consuming every single thing the other day. It's no joke. The other day I walked in and found one of my daughters eating an onion like an apple. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I just like onions. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, you're not supposed to eat them that way. It's like, I don't care. I like raw onions. I'm eating them like an apple. I was like, okay, fair enough. I'll just walk out of the room now and leave you be. But yeah, I suppose you're right though. Food waste is a, is definitely somewhere where you can save money if you only buy what you need. Yeah, absolutely. And it, even when you do see the, the, the good value in shops or um, you, know, you, you buy two for the price of, or three for the price of two and that sort of thing, just have a little think going, will it be eaten? So obviously in your house, definitely hands it out, it will. But if it's not, then maybe you are better off just getting the one pack of oranges or the one thing of onions, depending yeah. how you want to eat them. And and just because if it ends up in the bin, well, that's, that's a waste for everybody. Everything from the farmer growing it to the logistics, to the shop, to the everything. And particularly and with food, I do remember hearing a very wealthy person once say that they absolutely think that the three for two or the, you know, the 50% off or the buy one, get one free, whatever, are good for things that aren't consumable in, as in they don't have a, a date. Like, so yeah. dishwasher tablets or, you know, washing up liquid, fine. That's where you can actually make those savings, but not on food. Because like you said, you buy three for two when you only need one in a bit, you're definitely going to end up throwing at least one one of those packets out. Like, Oh, absolutely. And that's where a little bit of planning, like before you even go into the store, think, well, what, what do you think you're going to be eating? Like your uh, meal planning, perhaps what meals you're going to be having in the next week or so. What do you need for that? And definitely be open to being flexible. So like if you're doing a spaghetti bolognese and there's a, a promotion on um, carrots instead of peas or vice versa, you, yeah. you just just mix and match things a bit. And that's, that's better as well because you're going to get a wider nutritional base yeah. there too. And it gives just a little, little changes in flavour and makes it more interesting. But if you're buying what's in season and what's on sale that will go into that, well, that's going to be a better cost saving and you're still getting the same meal. I think I know the answer to this, Cal, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> Should you bring your kids shopping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do I answer this one? Um, if possible, I would say err on the side of leaving them at home. And, and I know that's not always straightforward and sometimes having the later opening hours for some of the supermarkets mm, might mm. be handy that way and just go when it's quiet you have the headspace you know and your your partner or whoever can mind the kids you know when they're going to bed and you just pop in and get the shopping that might be a good way around or earlier in the morning or if they're at school if it's possible I would say go on your own have your headspace have your list and just try and stick that list as best possible well here, here's one for you this is a great one I, I used to love going grocery shopping but usually I'd spend a fortune in the homeware section of the store I've now moved to a shop that doesn't have a homeware or a clothing section and I've saved a fortune yeah 
Yeah, the, the Homer section, because you think about all the lovely candles and the cups and the sauces and the stationery, stationery, the uh, <laughs> one that really gets people. Yeah. Um, but that can add on quite a lot. That could easily add on 10, 20 euro more. And you can come out, it's, I will always remember that the, the middle aisles came out first that a friend of mine went in and his wife sent him in for milk and he came out with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there and I'm still there regularly. Um, okay, well look, we, we only have time really for one or two more. What other, what other ones would you say? What about online shopping? We've had people texting in saying Brendan Galway, for example, says she does click and collect and has managed to save 30 or 40 euro each a week. So online is a good option, right? Oh, definitely. Like, if you have a super busy life or you have very young kids, and even if you didn't want to pay for delivery, the click and collect is generally free. And you can just mm. order in your own time and pick your slot, and it's much more flexible that way. So that's a great way to kind of stick to your list and avoid temptation. Yeah, you must also avoid the special offers tab, though, because I go in there and I go... God, I don't need 15 shower gels, but I think you know, I think I might just get them. Because <laughs> they're on such a good deal. Yeah. yeah, and look, that's where doing a little inventory at home, because if you're running low on shower gels and you think this might do me for the year, there's merit in that. Yeah, but if yeah. you already have 15 at home, potentially <laughs> you not. You sound like my wife, Kel. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds amazing. Yeah, she knows what's going on in fairness. Kel, we could talk to you all day about this stuff. We have to wrap it up there. Thank you so much. You can follow Kel a.k.a. Mrs. Money Saver. Still on Instagram, rocking away? Absolutely, yes. Mrs. Smart Money HQ. Oh, Mrs. Smart Money HQ, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I have no, the, the wrong name there. So Mrs. Smart Money HQ is where you'll find Kel. And go to Instagram and follow all her tips and save yourself some cash. Kel, thank you as always. Have a great day, guys. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.